Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share details of our sexual life experience in an effort to connect with ourselves and each other as we grow and change in the hopes that it will make the whole wide world a sexier, more loving place to live. Our guest today is a 32-year-old gay cis female. She's married, polyamorous, is a sexual enthusiast, and is into things like switching, toys, nudes, and sexual explorations in general. She's a designer born and raised in Maryland. Welcome, Alex. Hello. Can you start off by rating yourself on a sexual shameometer with 10 being the shamiest and one being not so shamey? I'd say I'm about a three. And what is your sex life like right now? Pretty active with multiple partners. So it's, it's good. Awesome. Multiple partners in person? Uh, yes. Great. Yeah. And how do you define sex and when did you first have it? I define sex as anything under clothing in the genital region. <laughs> um, and I first had it when I was 14 or 15. Now take us back to the very beginning, your early memories. When do you first remember hearing about sex? So I don't think it was so much hearing about sex as flipping through on the television, just flipping through channels and seeing scrambled porn and then seeing the man doing, doing the woman. And then I was laying on my stomach and realized that pressure on my lady parts felt good. So then, yeah, so that was just, that was it. Inspired by the porn? Yeah. Because I was like, I I think, I think I wanted to start mimicking him Mm. because I like the motion so I think that the motion like intrigued me so it made me like I happened to be laying down I think something was like like blanket or pillow or something was like between my legs and I think that's how I think that's how it all started do you remember how old you were um 
maybe like eight. Okay. Eight, eight to ten. You said an adjective before the word porn that I heard as like scrampa, but I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> scrambled. 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 <laughs> Scramba. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's the genre. Okay. And did anyone in your family ever talk about sex? Did you get a sex talk? I got two. I received the guy talk from both from my mother and the guy talk was when I had a boyfriend that so my mom wanted to explain condoms and the whole the whole deal. And then when I came out, I came out when I was like also same with uh, the girl I lost my virginity to. When I was with her, then my mom, we were driving somewhere. So she locked me in the car. And well, she didn't lock me in the car, but we were on a road. <laughs> on a, we were driving the car. So I couldn't escape. And yeah. she had the, the, the lady the lady version of sex talk. So I had both male and female sex talks and, and the female one involved dildos. And I could have gone my whole life without hearing my mom use the word dildo. Oh my gosh. Was she giving you advice? She was just saying that there's alternatives, which I think it's, it, it was honestly, I, I was impressed by the fact that she thought to do that. And yeah, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> still awkward over a decade later. Still. <laughs> and do you have any siblings, older or younger that you might've talked about sex with? So I have an older brother. I was three years older than me and we just didn't, I, I actually, funny thing. So our bedrooms were right next to each other and we slept with our doors open. So I knew as soon as he started playing with himself because I could hear it. <laughs> so what did it sound like? Like, because we, we had bunk beds, so it was very squeaky. Okay. So I just pieced it together once I was old enough and knew what boys go through. Oh, that's so <laughs> When do you feel like you first understood what sex was? I understood that I... I don't know why or, or where it came from, but I did understand that sex gets you pregnant. So I understood that from an early age. So I knew that it was one of those things like, like I don't want to do that because I don't want to, to become pregnant. So I remember understanding that to some degree, watching a lot more porn, just like how frustrating it was watching scramble porn, just waiting for that little blip of scene to, to get yourself there. Wait, I don't understand how it works. Can you explain that? Like they're, you're waiting for blips. <laughs> so, um, so it would be like the way that they would scramble it. You would sometimes get it where it was more of a static screen, and like it would be just like a little. Sometimes you would get just a little clip that you could see, like the man moving, and or and sometimes. Okay, this might sound a little weird, but sometimes just like the way that it scrambled, the motion of the waves on the TV would get me somewhere just because like I like the the motion like, okay, this also sounds weird. So like when because aim was really big mm-hmm. when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So yep. so just like seeing different like, like, I, I don't know if they're called what they were called back then, but just a little, I guess they're gifts or mm-hmm. just or whatever. And they would be like, if they're like doing it, like they would turn mm-hmm. me on. Like I would just, oh, I would yeah. just turn on my, I'm, I'm really just like turned on by everything. It's a little frustrating at times. Oh, it's, yes. it's never appropriate. Like someone comes to my work and they have big hands and I'm just like, those are nice. <laughs> um, so just, like, it's just never appropriate. I'm like, Oh, right. You need something from me. I, let me go get that. So mm-hmm. I just, it's very like distracting. I but. can relate. When did that start for you? Where I like over-sexualized things. Do you think it's over-sexualized or do you think it's just highly arousable? Um, but I think, I think, you know what? I think it's because it's just like society as a whole, like you're not supposed to sexualize everything. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's normal. Maybe it's not. But when I like tell people what I'm thinking, like a lot of good friends and like everyone I talk to, if it's like, 
why, why why is that sexual for you right now? Why is me carrying this as a turn on for you? And like, I'm just, I don't know. I just love it all. You know, I'm just I'm a big fan of so many things. And it's just all like voices and smells and mm. warmth and just like muscles. It's just all the things just like in different ways and the way someone speaks and watching their mouth move. There are like just so many things that are just so beautifully sexual. And just, I, can I can't so <laughs> just like, relate to we're that. Like, we're like, this happens with, with both my partners, the, the way their hair falls or like when they pull off their hat or their shirt or something, it's like the way their hair falls. It's just so pretty. And just, ugh. do you remember when that started happening for you? I, so I think I started having more sexual, like I always had sexual urges. Like I, I like used friction or like humped a lot of stuff when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I always had like the urges, the desires. I always wanted to kiss, mm-hmm. like kissing was like a big thing, still is a big thing. I like like boys in my neighborhood because like I didn't it didn't occur to me to play with girls mm-hmm. that they, that they would play back anyway because yeah. and regardless of whether I had an urge towards them I, how do you approach the subject so I knew that like you're supposed to be with boys so it's like okay if I can get a handle on some of them so like some of the guys wanted to mess around the neighborhood and like so I guess they between us of course you always want it to be their idea it was probably I I didn't stop it you know so it's like. <laughs> But yeah, funny thing is that I would always do it with like guys that no one knew. So it's like they were never, I didn't want them too close. Like I didn't want my parents to know of them. Yeah. So I would always make sure it was people that were far enough away. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was this like thing in my head that I didn't want to be like shamed for it because mm-hmm. I wanted to do these things. Yeah. And like I was interested in these things. So, but yeah, so probably like the boys in the neighborhood, oh, one, one boy, which made me like really go, okay, so I'm a sexual being because he had referenced my mouth as being DSLs which are uh, dick sucking lips. Mm. So, so he called, he said that to me and I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, is he talking about my internet? Like, what is he <laughs> going on about? And I'm like, how does he even know about my internet situation? So like, so then once I found out what it actually was, I was like, Oh, he, okay. He wanted to put his penis in my mouth. That's great. Good to know. Will you tell us about some of those early experiences? Like walk us through your kind of exploration timeline so my first kiss was with like my best guy friend and I was confused like I didn't I wasn't confused I didn't know that he liked me like that Mm. and so we were in his basement and he was like do you want to play a game and like sure and he's like let's play KSS and I was like oh he wants to like say like um you know how KISS ING and a tree or whatever it is what is it first comes love first comes marriage that's it. Yeah. I thought he wanted to like say that about people like kids do. And so <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm so naive. And I'm like, he's not. He, he wants to like talk to me. Great. Yeah. And then he like leans in. And I'm like, oh, I've been kissed. So it was wonderful. And that was that was young. I think I was like 10, 10 or 11. OK. I don't know if that's young or old for kissing. I don't know. It varies um, from person to person. Like I was 15 <laughs> and a half, but some people are four or five. I just remember it was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> give our firstborn his middle name like my mind went everywhere and like he was like I I had like a crush on him but it was like we were like the same like I was a tomboy like we were like equal as far as like skill and sports so he was just like we were we were gonna get married we're gonna have sporty kids it's gonna be great um so then there's a another guy different guy who like I don't know a lot of times it was just like I would I feel bad but I feel like I did use them in a way but it's not like they weren't, I don't, you know, you yeah. Know. So, but we would like make out and stuff and like, he wanted to go like straight to sex. And I was like, mm, we can't do that. Cause that's how you get pregnant. So let's not do that. So then he would touch that. 
him touching me, I remember I wasn't into that. I didn't want him to, like as much. I, I mean, it still happened a little bit, but it was more so just like, I knew that he wanted something. And then I was like, okay, so I just went ahead and get, gave him a blowjob. And it was mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it very much. And so, but, oh, and he wanted to, he wanted to put it in my butt. Cause he was like, you can't get pregnant if it's in your butt. And I was like, that is true. But if I'm not, I, it just seemed like yeah. we were going from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, I can't even imagine like doing that, especially before anything else. I was like, let's, let's touch a few bases before we <laughs> check the back door. But I remember it was like, just like tastes and things and like salty and like not knowing exactly what to do, but like the reactions were nice. Mm-hmm. So that was later. Do you, do you want to stay early, earlier? Are, are we going up? Where do you want to go? So the problem with me is I love to hear everything. Like I can get lost in details, uh-huh. but I love to hear the parts that feel formative to you or the things that kind of stand out. So if there are other early experiences where you're like, oh, I loved this touch or like, you know, like I definitely want to hear about the first time you started experimenting with a girl and like how that happened. Oh, yeah. And because like so many of my experiences, I just like dumbly walked into. And so I'm like forever trying to figure out like, how do other people do it? <laughs> so I was like the first out person in my high school Mm. but it started in middle school that I talked to ooh ooh so redhead so everything was very secretive we were like we had to have been like 13 I think you're 13 in middle school but I remember like I was having all these feelings and I didn't think that any girls had it back kind of Mm. thing so I don't remember how exactly it came about but we did pass notes back and forth after a while I had an urge to like like we we were in the bathroom alone together and she was wearing like a tank top and I had asked her for a hug and then I kissed her on the shoulder and then she ran out of the room and then she like wrote about it and then gave gave me like this like how it like set her on fire and all this stuff so what she wrote yeah it was that it set her on fire that it was like, but and it was just like, um, she, she wrote out what happened yeah. and it was her way of telling me that she liked it. But like, basically, um, she's a, she's a writer. So she wrote it out so beautifully and I had no idea that like, I, she ran out of the room. So I thought that like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, just kill my shots. And now she's going to tell everyone I'm gay. My life's over. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it was a big thing and everyone's going to know I'm a big homo. And it, it turned out that she like wrote this whole like beautiful story about how like sweet it was and how like that that spot where I kissed her was like burning and like just like she just wanted to try more and whatever so then like sleepovers and things happened so like we would we would play like where we'd like turn off the lights like it was with all of her friends too and like she would turn off the lights and make sure she was near the light switch so that we would like make out so she was the one that would turn the light switch back up so then I would continue to play the game so we could like make out between we would lay in sleeping bags next to each other she would like grab my hand under it and like suck on my fingers oh my gosh and I know, so hot. <laughs> She's the one that like got away. So she was awesome, and that went on for a while. But like, we never, we never had had like sex or anything. But yeah. Her parents put an end to it, kind of thing. To you two hanging out? Yeah, they found out about us. Like, yeah, they wouldn't let us hang out anymore because oh, wow. they they found out about stuff or they read messages between us and like, you know, she was sending me songs like you know Evanescence and different yeah. things, and yeah. they, I think they read some of our conversations in between all the things, and then realized, oh, they're hooking up. So, oh. so yes, yeah, so that was my, that was like my first, like that, my biggest experience with like, and actually like having feelings and it being reciprocated and yeah. like, 
like we really liked each other and yeah it sounds like at that point you already knew you liked ladies when did that happen oh, for yeah. you how'd you how'd you know how'd you discover it <laughs> so I was like and my wife makes fun of me we were in Disney World when I was a kid and I, I hadn't been like seven I was really young and I remember seeing this girl like with short hair and she was just so pretty and like she was getting onto the same train at the same time. And I just remember thinking like, she's really pretty, but not just like, I want to be her pretty. Like, I think I find her pretty the way boys find girls pretty. Like, I want to kiss her. Am I supposed to want to kiss her? Like I had these thoughts yeah. and I'm like, okay, I got to get on the train now. So yeah, it was, it was, that was like the moment that I like, I don't think things are clicking right upstairs in my head. So like that, but that was the moment that I was like, something's different. To me, I hear it and I'm like, oh, she got it. So like I hear that. I'm like, oh, her brain was totally clicking because my my younger brain thought girls were so pretty and thought they were beautiful. And I thought everybody thought that like I had this sort of like default assumption because I had read something in a book about how everyone knows about the fairer sex, you know, like everyone knows that women are the most beautiful. And so I thought I really just thought like and, and I would like looking back on it now, like I very clearly remember my first girl crush and I really just, I thought I wanted to be her or be her friend or I thought it was just like some part of how women like women and it's a special thing. <laughs> I was just so naive. I'm, I'm usually naive in everything. So that's so funny that it's like the one thing I got because I had no backstory. What was the feeling around it then? Because you, it sounds like you knew in middle school, but there was still some fear about it coming out. And in your family, how was it talked about? Um, I don't think it was talked about when I was younger. Okay. I think it just like, I had a lot of like, I mean, I played softball, like <laughs> I played like sports. So it was like, I, I tended to eventually, oh, and the girl, the redhead, she was, she was, like, she was my catcher. So like, <laughs> so very typical lesbian <laughs> love story. <laughs> so after her parents said you can't hang out anymore, what was your sexual trajectory after that? When was the next time you got to touch a lady? Or you said you had a boyfriend too. Was that in high school? Oh my gosh. My one boyfriend, the only boyfriend I had that was like longish term that I like really wanted to do something with. I was like this one night I was just like super horny, you know, that primal like horny. And mm-hmm. I was just like, today's the day. Whether you want it, you're giving it to me. I was, I, I was like going to rape him. He's like, your parents are upstairs and they come down periodically. This, we're not doing this. So we didn't do it. But it was like, I just remember that day, that like urge. But I didn't end up sleeping with him. I, I didn't sleep with a guy until I was older and I was super, super drunk. Mm. I was, I was actually, it was right before I started uh, dating my wife and I was with my girlfriend before my wife. And I cheated on her because she wasn't there and I was super horny and I was drinking I was drinking he was actually celibate for a year or something and he was like right next door is my roommate and I was like knocked on his door and like I grabbed his pants and like start just like started um touching him and basically I made him fuck me oh wow so yeah so but like and I think I was too drunk so I didn't feel anything and I was like so mean to him I was like I, was, I know I feel I feel terrible about it now but at the time I was like I have a there's a job that needs to be done a goal that needs to be accomplished but like I couldn't feel anything because I'm like so drunk and I was just like it was yeah it did was, you guys ever talk about it afterwards um no I don't think well I mean like like it happened like yeah. and you know it'll never happen again but, you know things like that and it was just like I don't know we remained friends yeah. so it's like 
and like he was still friends with my girlfriend at the time like it was you know what i mean like everyone like understood that i went crazy so but i remember he oh he did this thing which i didn't know was a thing where he tapped his penis on the top of my like the area above your like labia stuff the they call it fupa they call it fupa i have no idea like the what where your pubic hair is above the pubic bone or like on the bone part I, I don't i don't know yeah, but, yeah but it's like above above all the stuff but below your pants yeah. i think people call that the fupa i've the never heard that area. but i love it <laughs> right that upper pussy area isn't that what it is oh yeah i mean yes fupa. that's the, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm learning things i love that wait so how did he, he tap it he, he like he tapped it on my fupa and I was like, do not do that because I would also, okay, so keep in mind, I, even though I had like given guys blowjobs and things like that, I, I had this irrational like feeling towards penises. I'm like, I'm, I'm too much of a lesbian to actually touch it. So you do this stuff with it. Don't like, it was a, it was a tool. He was attached to this tool that needed to, <laughs> to operate for my purpose, for my pleasure. And then to use it to like it felt like it like defiled me i don't know just like, like it, i didn't i didn't want that action so i don't know but it was fine it was afterwards i was just like what are you doing so it was a whole thing but it doesn't but i was just like no just 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 put it in and we did all the positions because i was like i can't feel it so let's uh i'll turn around and wait let me get on top let me uh yeah so and i don't remember how like big he was he it was big enough that i should have felt it so it was wow. definitely my body being too liquored up to to feel it yeah mm-hmm. have you ever tried anything like that again with women and it was also like I, I, I do remember a moment where I was like touching his chest and I was like god I wish there were tits here you know like I remember that <laughs> yes! like thought I might have said it because I was drunk I probably did and gosh I feel so terrible mm-hmm. I, I treat him like a, like a piece of meat and I feel I feel so bad about it now but but yeah it happened wow okay I don't think we actually paused at your first partnered experience other than talking about at the beginning. Do you want to dip into that before we go on to like more details? My first interaction with a woman when I was 15 was my girlfriend at the time. And I don't remember how long we were together before, but I knew that she had had sex before. So I did kind of feel like I needed to to keep her kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we were in the back of her friend's car and I just remember her like, like we were like making out and like she kicked him out of the car, which I thought was kind of, it was, I think it was respectful of her, but it was like kind of rude because it was his car. I don't know. She had played with my boobs before. I, I'm a big fan of, I have really sensitive nipples. Like I love my, my tits being touched. Mm. Um, oh, wait, before her was summertime, summertime girl. She was, I guess my first like sexual experience where, where it was actually like, a result was made like she had orgasms okay so we like made out a lot and like i was there like every day because she was babysitting her siblings and so like anytime that they would go take a nap or something would happen we would like end up in the her bedroom or like the shower or something it was like the coolest like experience it was between that was between eighth and ninth grade okay so that was actually before i was i wasn't counting that i don't know if it counts okay so this is what happened so we were swimming and then that was the first time that we took like, we went back to her house, we're in her bed and we were just like kissing, but we were still in our bathing suit tops. And like, we had kissed at the pool a little bit, like away from everyone. Once we were back at her house, we started like kissing, making out and like, 
rolling around in her bed. It was the first time that, and I just remember the experience of like, or the feeling of, and feeling so erotic. And I felt so like grown, you know, like, cause she had mm-hmm. taken my, taken my top off and it was bikini top. So like, as it just like it falling off and just feeling the fabric across my nipples. And I just really like loved all of it. And I was just like, okay, is she going to like my tits? Is she going to do anything to me? Like what's going to, you know, I didn't know what was, I had no idea what was happening next. Cause it was like my first girl boob experience. Yeah. And she would rub on my chest and like play with my nipples with her with her fingers with her mouth and I was just like I I just didn't know it could be like that because like even if like I had done things with guys it never felt like this because it's just like on a different level yeah so like yes being touched feels good but like when it's like when you have that connection with a person where you're like that much more attracted it's mm-hmm. like just a volcanic it's amazing so she's rubbing my chest and she was like she had really big breasts I and mean, she was actually younger than me and I remember just like seeing them for the first time. It was like that moment, like this is what I was meant to do. <laughs> it was like, you know, that <laughs> moment. It was just yes. like they were just so pretty and just beautiful breasts. And just I just remember the, the way how warm they felt in my hands mm-hmm. and just like her reactions to when I was touching them. And I think that was the first time that I really felt sexual because mm-hmm. it was like the attraction was there. And also she was just very reactive and we're kissing. It was like all the things you see in movies. And it was like all those feelings because I also really like her. So it's like, it felt so right. And I had my hip, like the way we were kissing, like my hip was like between her legs. Mm. So instead of like scissoring, she would use my, like I would basically move my hip bone yeah. against her friction, basically dry humping, but using a, a, a harder surface to yeah. get her off. That's how I know what orgasms are so that like that women can have them. So that mm. was a good experience. And awesome. I guess she understood. We never really talked about it. It was the coolest. I felt so cool. That was the best summer, man. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, so then back to the back of this car. <laughs> you were in the back seat of this car. Oh, right. <laughs> and and yes. and this awesome chick had kicked her. Sounds like he was a very good friend that she said, yeah. "Get out of the car. We need it." So, yeah, he, he he seemed like a good sport and it was re- it was really close to my house, so I was just waiting for someone to like drive by and oh, no. see. But I don't think I was as worried about that as the fact that I was being touched. Mm. Like and I didn't know what to do with that. It wasn't a great experience, but it was my first experience of like being touched because with the first girl I never she never touched me Mm -hmm. I always like did stuff to her I mean she touched my tits but she didn't like touch anything lower than the belt kind of thing but car girl when she put her hands in my pants I had no idea but I was like even though I like made the conscious decision to go okay I'm gonna let her do this because I could have stopped her any time she would have stopped but it was Mm -hmm. one of those moments where it was like I was equally nervous but equally intrigued yeah because I was like her hands are near there I've never I've never even, and at this point I had never touched down there Yeah, still on yourself. So on myself. Yeah. Okay. Cause I would always just like ride different things or like use friction, but never with my hands. I had done it. And it, I was like, I just can't, couldn't get past the fact that it was my own hand. Like that just really, yeah. yeah it took what? me a long time. I didn't, I didn't actually make myself orgasm until I was, I didn't start touching myself with my hands until I was like 27. Okay. Like it was, yeah, it was like a lot, like, uh, yeah. Wait, can you say more about the hands feeling? Hands? Like, like you, ju- hands? you said you just got weirded out because it was your own hands. Can you, is it, <laughs> like, are there details? <laughs> like, I just can't imagine that. I mean, I can, um, I can, I can imagine it. 
but I'm more interested in what your experience is. So I just, I didn't think that my hands should be used more than just like washing. I don't think that I really understood my anatomy that well. Mm-hmm. Like I understood there's a lot happening down there. I'm also, my inner labia is larger. Mm-hmm. So I also had from porn and from like seeing my best friend who would walk around naked and I like that I didn't look like her. I didn't look like any other girls. Mm. So I didn't know if something was off down there. I don't know. Just I'm, yeah. I'm built different than, I, than I've seen any of any people, any women that I've been with, I look different then. Okay. But anyways, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, not, not as a kid when you're trying to figure things out. I'm sure that's difficult. Yeah, that was, it was awful. Like, yeah. how, and then you hear, hear kids using the term roast beef, not, not flattering. Oh. Does not sound good. Yeah. Or like the jokes about like being a suitcase that was packed too fast or something like that. So stuff like hanging out. Have you heard that? Oh my God, no, that, no. (laughs) And I, I'm glad you explained it to me. That's terrible. I know. So, but it's, but it's funny because people make jokes about stuff that they either don't understand or they have experience. Oh, and I also heard that happened to girls if they had too much sex. So I also that I was like, yeah. So I also like, like almost like it would be pulled out of you or something. And so I'm like, what? I haven't. So I I, like, so then I was, I was extra shamey about it because I'm like, People are going to think I'm a slut because of the way my vagina looks or the way my oh, like, lit wow. looks look. So there's like so many. Th- I know. That's like, just wild. I also am just flashing <laughs> back to a first date I went on with a couple a few years ago. And it was a weird first date. Like I showed up and they were both I think they were both drunk already. Like it was just like at their house for dinner. But this chick, my big takeaway of the evening was like the deal breaker moment was where this 22 year old woman started telling me about how much she wanted a labiaplasty and how she was like that was in her future and and I and I remember the way that she talked about her body made me sad and yeah and she had a good sense of humor about it because she also was talking about like wiping with paper towels because toilet paper would get like stuck too much so like it sounded like maybe there was also a practical element which I can totally be compassionate about but but the way that efficiency. she was <laughs> I so here's the thing for efficiency and like health reasons or like I mean I I wouldn't want toilet paper trapped in my lady parts there have been times where I've been like oops <laughs> but like yeah. but you know like if that was my everyday care then I would understand but it was the way that she spoke about her body that made me feel not so good you know yeah. um so wow so okay so was it oh, the yeah. idea of like your hands being dirty or your parts being dirty or something else oh. completely No, it was like, okay, so you know how people like will sit on their hands and then use that hand to touch themselves so that way it feels like it's somebody else? Mm, No. What? (laughs) Like a ghost hand. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was completely without me. I was just trying to see. Wait, like underneath you? Do your lady bits ever fall asleep? Do you ever sit in a certain way that (laughs) it falls asleep? I'll stick, I'll and stick my go. heel. Like I'll sit on my heel because I, I sit too. really gangly, and then like my entire yeah, yeah. I'm doing it now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like I'll stand up. It'll be like it'll be asleep, and then like well, but the tinglys are so nice sometimes, yes. and I just yeah. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still want to go back to the car story. So this is the first time okay. that another person is touching you down there. Yeah, and she didn't rub the outside at all. Which surprised me because she's a, like now looking back on yeah, it, she yeah. didn't rub any. She didn't. She didn't try to like stimulate my clit. We were making out. I don't even think she touched my boobs. I think she went straight down my pants okay. and then started to finger me. I didn't 
dislike it. It wasn't painful, but I just remember it being like, like just when she got closer to where like your hips, the way that her, she had, she had big hands. Mm-hmm. So as she was putting her hand down my pants, I remember like I had hair. So as soon as she was touching any of the hair and like just the sensation of her hand, even anywhere near there felt so good. And I can, I could still actually feel the way that it felt like I can feel all on my, my back, my shoulders are tingly. I just feel it like as if it was like all over me, just from like the touch in such a small area. The fact that it is just like a six inch by six inch area that's being grazed across and you feel it throughout your whole body. And I just like my body was like really hot, but I know it was because I was, I was also nervous and it was new sensations. And I was just, I remember feeling it everywhere. And I, and I think so the act itself wasn't great, but I remember leading up to it got me so like hooked that I was like, okay, that wasn't great, but I liked so many little parts of it that I want to keep doing that. Oh my God. That's like my first like eight years of having sex. (sighs) Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like this is interesting. I want everything, but it's not quite, but I love it, but not exactly. I think there's something more. I want to be touched. Okay. So So fast forward from her to my next, well, actually I dated them at the same time because Mm -hmm. one went to my school and then the other one went to a different school. Mm -hmm. So I have one girl who's like, let's go straight for the gold. And then the other one who took their time. And this is, this is the only girl that's ever done this that has taken this much time on me. And it was the Mm -hmm. most amazing experience of my life because when you are not out to your family yet, you can have girl sleepovers and mom and dad don't, no, or they know and let it happen. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Cause they knew when I came out, they were like, we know. And they named who was my girlfriends and who was my friends. Oh, and like, really? They knew, who was who. They knew everything. Oh my God. I had the opposite experience. I found out that my mom asked my best, my childhood best friend's mom to find out if I was a lesbian because she thought that my <laughs> different girlfriends were girlfriends. And I was just a person that oh. throughout the course of high school, different females would select me like here's how submissive I am like left to my own devices I'm pretty much just like alone doing my thing but if someone like is like you I'll be like okay this is my direction now and so I would get like chosen by people none of them were sexual unfortunately (laughs) but my mom (laughs) but my mom picked up on it first oh that's so funny yeah we have like opposite experiences so you got to have these sleepovers so I had these sleepovers. I just remember her, like, when she would get excited, her, her nose would sweat, which sounds weird, but it was really cute. Like, on the bridge? And, or like, yeah, like, okay. yeah, like, she would just get sweaty and, like, right on her nose. Not, not like, not, like, cute sweaty, but I do like sweaty. I like I do, too. Mm-hmm. It's great, too. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I just remember that that was something very, like, specific about her. And she had freckles. I love freckles. Mm. Love freckles. Ugh. So she would, like, touch everywhere on me. And I just remember it was... Like she would touch my face, she would touch my neck. She undressed me slowly, very romantic in all the things that she did. Like she would spend hours just like, so we went on a fishing trip with her dad this one time. And every time she would just like caress my entire body. Like I'd never felt so worshipped than by this woman. So yeah, this was like my early, early girl experiences. And she would go down on me and she would just, okay. So all the touches. I would feel everywhere. So let's start from there. And she would touch and take a long time and just like run her fingers over top of everywhere on me. And she just had all these, and she would just go down on me forever. And I just remember like, she just, she was amazing. Okay. (laughs) Bring it back. 
<laughs> was that the first time a woman had gone down on you? Yeah. I, I, and although, so I didn't orgasm until I was in college mm-hmm. ever. Like that was the first time I'd orgasm. And so like whatever she was doing felt so good. Like it was very, everything was very satisfying, which mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, to this day, I, I feel like if, if I were to just get to that point of satisfaction, like I'm, I'm good with that. Like, I don't, I don't need a goal. I, I used to be goal oriented, like, or sometimes it feels like a chore or something. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get through it. But when you have the time to like enjoy it, it doesn't matter. Like actually like last night I was like in the process of masturbating and I was like, this is great. But I was like, I don't even need to, like, I just, I feel good. Like I'm done. This is nice. So she went down on me and it was, it felt so good. And I just remember so warmth. Anytime that I feel anything warm, like anything at all, I'm just like turned on, like even just like washing my hands or like getting into a tub of water is like my favorite thing. Oh, my dude. Um, I love <sighs> tubs of water. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> like to the point where I don't think, I think I was thinking about this recently because baths have gotten me through solo quarantine when I like can't have touches the way that I crave them. Yeah. That's the sensual experience that I give myself. And like I'll get, you know, I'll scrub all over myself with those mittens that, exfoliate you and yeah I was thinking about it last week and I was like I think it would be a deal breaker for me to find partnership with someone who doesn't like baths like I think I need I think I need someone who wants to take a bath with me but then I remember that I'm actually like not a monogamous person so it doesn't really matter but like I just want someone to enjoy baths with me (laughs) yeah oh I know I want my my wife doesn't like baths and I if she did so hard (laughs) <laughs> we, we, we had sex in the bathtub that was nice but there's no water in it but we just had like water cold? running oh. it was no it was warm it was warm water okay and we used the water as lube and it was actually it was, it was a cool position Ooh. i just remember i was on the ground and we have a it's a big tub it's almost yeah. like heart shaped but it's for two people yeah and i just remember i was like laying on was i sitting up or was she laying down I don't even remember. I just remember it was so good. <laughs> I forget the position, but I just maybe maybe we moved around a few times. But it was basically the the water was running. We were using the water. It was the first time that we'd ever had sex in the tub. But both of us weren't in the tub. One of us was out of the tub. One of us was in the mm. tub. And it was just so good. Anyways, okay, we can talk about something else. <laughs> oh, warmth, warmth down warmth, there. Yeah. And and it was the first time that I realized that I was always worried about like maintenance of down there like not necessarily like hair so i mean hair was always a thing mm-hmm. but like or like should you shouldn't you should you have hair what's just better but what are your like, preferences so we were talking about um my larger inner labia so because i was self-conscious about it i was like let me just decorate down there as much as i can so the things i thought to do were i i keep a landing strip mm-hmm. so i have a landing strip and then um, I had the idea of my girlfriend at the time was going to get her lip pierced, like her face lip pierced. So I was like, while you get your lip pierced, I'll get my lip <gasps> So, <laughs> yeah. What so, was that like? It, I didn't feel it, really. It was, it was like, you could just, it was just like, it was the easiest piercing I've ever gotten. I've had my tongue done. I've had um, really? a nipple done. I've had, and it was the easiest because, because okay. even though like someone's mouth or hands, because my outer labia is very small. So my inner labia is large. Mm-hmm. And so like, oh my gosh, I love it. My wife will pull all of my lips and all of my inner labia into her mouth That's so hot. 
and just, I know, and just, oh, you, yes. So she'll pull it all into her mouth and just feeling all of my lips in her mouth. And I, I don't do it so much anymore, but at one point I would imagine that I was receiving a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's like, so hot. And that would feel really good. Yeah. Um, but the things that she would do with her mouth actually made, like, I just, I, I stopped worrying about, like, and I think that's how I, it made it so that I would start to orgasm mm-hmm. because I, like, just thinking about the idea of ejaculating, yeah. I think got me to understand, to get the feeling of coming. And then, so once I understood what that felt like, I no longer needed to associate it to getting a blowjob. So yeah. now I just would enjoy that feeling. But so you had mentioned in one of your podcasts that receiving oral, like almost like it's a blowjob and how she would just the way that she pulls the skin forward and like all, because uh, my, my, I'm pretty sensitive. So like, and even when I'm like touching myself, I will like use the skin on top. Yes. Um, and rub that onto my clit and that like, I'm never just like exposing. I do expose it when I'm using my pulser, but, okay. But I have to be lubricated. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I can, but I have, wait, what kind of pulser do you have? Like, what is it like a pulser is the one with the little mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I think think of all inanimate objects as creatures. (laughs) So like I, I anthropomorphize (laughs) them all the time. So it really is a mouth to me. So it has a white mouth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like a gold handle. It's it's a satisfier. So okay. it's just mm-hmm. literally it's just opening and it blows air. Yeah. But so I guess mine's not as sensitive as yours then. Because I can like if I'm if I'm in the mood, I can just literally like grab my skin, my hood skin, I guess yeah, is what, yeah. what I would call it, and then lift it so that I'm exposing my clit. I am able to put it on top. If I'm really if I'm already like aroused or like if okay. I read like a dirty story mm. or watched something or saw, you know. Some, something or saw someone pick something up because it was just so easy to turn on <laughs> or felt something warm <laughs> yeah exactly i just washed my hands so it's time to masturbate <laughs> but lovers this episode is sponsored by blue chew we all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health but if proper rest exercise and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it check out bluechew.com Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. On that note, though, is it all warm things? Like if you hold a warm cup of coffee or if you sit down by a fireplace or something, or is it like specific warms? 
That's a good question. Okay. Well, you can do some research and get back to me too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like if like I, I think that campfire. But if if I'm standing in front of it and the warmth is on my lady parts, I think that does it. Anytime that my lady parts get warm at all, like I'm I'm done for. But I think I think I disassociate fire with okay. it because because it's more cozy than than sexual. But so you live on the East Coast where it gets very cold. What if there was a situation where you were like, where you had a heat pack in your pocket and it got near oh, your yeah. lady parts? Would that turn oh, you on? I'd, oh, that that would like, be wonderful. Like through snow clothes too, where it's like you can't yeah. access things yet, but then you know you're going to go back to. In my mind, it's a cabin, a cozy cabin. With with a rug, I don't know, a cozy rug. Okay, be a really good like warm up. Yeah, to everything, just to warm it, literally yeah. warm it up. Yeah. Oh, that's great! I should do that because it really does. Please yeah. do it and tell me how it goes. Uh, okay. I I want to hear more details about your vagina. So okay. you have a sensitive clit, but it sounds like if you're turned on, that you can directly stimulate it. Like now that you know your body better, how do you like to receive oral? Is it always in the kind of sucking way or like what other things do you like? When I'm getting, I love oral in general. I love, and I love the idea of when you're, because I I feel like saying sitting on on someone's face sounds not as appealing as like when when you're hovering, when I'm hovering. Yeah, that's such a good point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because just sitting just sounds so like. Yeah. uh, Just doesn't sound nice so when I'm when I'm hovering above my partner and I'm in their mouth mm-hmm. I, I like it when they're looking around like when they take the time to look around the lips and wet everything mm-hmm. do not like you said this <laughs> and I do not like tongues and vagina do not like it mm-hmm. I've been with all my partners love it yeah or are at least okay with it I I, I don't know what it is not a fan not a fan at like, all like like insertion all the oh. way not for you okay okay Oh, I don't know. I don't know why I want to, I think I might need to get past it. I think it's one of those things. I don't know if it was just like early thing that I just was like, Oh, what's that? And I never said then, but I like other things in there. So I'm like, maybe I need to get past it. Oh, maybe I need to let it happen. Mm-hmm. My also, wife actually, cause I do yeah. like tongues and vaginas now. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't before, although it does feel extra shy, but I don't like pokey tongues. Now that I'm hearing you say this, I don't like, like, that's a pokey. Like I don't like pokey tongues. Like, running through yeah. my lips like inside penetration yeah. okay but like if you're like like yeah. now I'm dragging my tongue if you're watching the YouTube video like if it's like going between like uh you're I, talking from from vagina to to, to clit, clit. yeah out. either yeah. direction either I direction like, either. like it's too I like harsh flat for me for I like flat tongue flat for that tongue too for that. yeah yeah okay yeah. okay oh that's so interesting okay but yeah I like everything to be warm warm wet mm-hmm. and like licked around exploratory is wonderful yeah but just i like when everything is inside of my, my partner's mouth and all of it oh it's so just the warmth on the my inner labia is just amazing what about giving oh i love, I love doing everything with my mouth yeah everything i love i love kissing i actually just s and i just made out in the car oh yeah, i know it was amazing it was such a good it was like romantic and just like it was because usually like my mind when you start like making out and stuff it was very sexual but it was very mm. like romantic and sweet mm. and like a really good like lip movement yeah. I feel like kissing can be very like goal oriented or like and it was just really nice like I, yeah I just it was it was it was just like we were just really enjoying each other and I 
it was like the first time so we've only kissed a, a few times mm-hmm. and we, you could tell we're starting to learn each other we hadn't seen each other for the last two months oh let's so give our listeners time- a little overview of like your relationship like how, like, oh. like like how long have you been talking you've only met a couple times and then like will you yeah. just say how long you've been with your wife okay so my wife and i've been married for a little over a year been together for 11 years okay and my new partner s she her and i have been talking for for a few months mm-hmm. We've seen each other a couple of times, a lot of times around family things and stuff like that, getting to know each other. We've had a, we've had a lot of, a lot of like, I don't, I'm just smitten. <laughs> I'm smitten with this one. Yay! She just does all the things like, so she told me from the very beginning that we, that we need to move very slow. Like, or she likes to move really slow because she, she likes the build up. And so, which I've never done this, done that before where it's always been like, you know, I'm, very impulsive and I, I'm very sexual. So it's like, as soon as we can get in there and start like doing things, it's like, that's, that's fun for me. Yeah. But like this, like build up has been so amazing. And so like, I mean, I definitely like want to like, we've had a couple of instances where we're like messing around in the car and like, so the first night that we were like making out, well, actually we weren't even making out. We hadn't even kissed yet. And so we're in the car and she was like, I'm going to set a timer. Like I was getting ready to leave. And so she set a timer for three minutes and that she was going to touch me and ask me if there's any no zones. Yeah. So I did like that too. Oh, so it was like, I was like, no, I, I know. I, I, I appreciated the respect, but I was like, disrespect me. But, yeah. but yeah. Very <laughs> Nothing like, like, a, I, like a, do you have a no zone for me to give you a yes, please everything. Yes. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. Um, don't miss a spot, yeah. please. But so, and she like had touched my face. It was very sensual, mm. which like, of course, like hit all the romance spots for me too. Cause I, I do, I do like the romance, the connection, the, mm. all of that. And so she was touching my face, touching my neck, just all light touches. And she was hovering right above me. Actually at that point she didn't kiss me. And then I got three minutes and where I was on her, I do remember I was just like grabbing her really hard. Cause at this point I was just like a horny teenager yeah. and I just, yeah so it was like I just was like grabbing on her her back and just like I just she has such a great body Mm. and she wasn't wearing a bra because she was getting ready for bed is what she told me (laughs) and so so she set the alarm for three minutes for me and then set the alarm for so I thought we were done after three and three but then there was she let set a five minute timer for us to do whatever to each other so that's when she hovered over top of me and then kissed me. And it was so sweet and oh. so soft. And it was just like warm all over. And just like, I feel like I keep relating to movies in, in my head in the mm. way that, like, which is ironic because I, I get made fun of for not seeing all the movies, but like, <laughs> that, like, but, but like, yeah, but like that rom-com, like, and everything like lit up and it was yeah. just like, just wonderful. And the sparks and it was just, it was just so good. Just the chemistry is like so right with her. And so then it started to get more, a little bit more sexual because of course I'm at this point, like, cause I typically increase the pace because mm-hmm. it's what I've naturally done so far. So I start grabbing on her. She picks me up and moves me, which, okay. So my body type, I'm like, I'm five, seven, uh, athletic build, not pretty lean, thin. Yeah. She is about my, about my size too. Also thin. And so my wife can pick me up without even trying. She's actually like four inches shorter than me, but she's just like strong. Mm. 
both both very feminine, beautiful women. Just I know that my wife is capable of picking me up, but I didn't think that S would be. Mm-hmm. So I just like in my in my in my list of things that she can and can't do, like she's not gonna be able to pick me up, but that's fine. That's okay. Most women can't pick other women up easily. She picked me up and moved me. Like I like I weighed nothing at all. And it was just like I my whole body, like I I don't, I've never had this instance where, and, and I think it might be a, like, like a sub thing, subby mm. thing. I don't know. Cause I, I've never experienced it. I just like melted and like almost felt paralyzed. Like I like, and she said that it felt like to her that I like, like succumb to her to like let her do whatever to me. But really I just couldn't move. I mean, I was enjoying, yeah. but I just was in this like trance almost where I just, I couldn't do anything. Surrender. Yes. It was incredible. The the feeling, ugh, and it happened to me when we kissed the other night, like mm. it was on Sunday that we were, we were kissing on the sweet kissing, but yeah, so I, so hold on. And then, <laughs> okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm paralyzed in this subby trance. Cause it does, it feels like I just, it was all the things that once hit me. It was just like a mind gasm. I don't know what happened. I'd never experienced anything like that before. I've experienced wow. pleasure, experienced orgasms and things like that. This is different. And I don't even know what to do with it. But she like then laid me down and we were in my car. So I was, and the seats were down in a way that the steering wheel was above my head. Okay. And she was, she ended up between my legs, like missionary position. And she was dry humping me. And it was the hottest thing. Cause I can just like imagine what she would be like when she was fucking me, oh. which we haven't done any strap on stuff, but I fantasize about it so much. Oh and I just, so she, a couple times we've messed around. She's like frictioned on me and like, grinded against usually it's either either like my pelvic bone or like my Mm -hmm. stomach or something to like get off and the way she moves her hips I just know it's going to feel amazing so I like giving blowjobs to strap-ons so because I like to do stuff with my mouth right Mm -hmm. I know so which with my with my wife I would like give her a blowjob before and and like she doesn't not enjoy it she like actually she does enjoy it because the last time I did it she was just saying stuff along the lines of like the stuff you do with your mouth like, like that that good like she's like don't I, I wouldn't change a thing like she's just the way she was talking about like so I say she doesn't but, but the way she talks she just likes my she's in love she married me for my mouth like let's be honest <laughs> like she married me for my lips anytime yeah. we'll be in a conversation she's like you have lips mm. so that's that's how you hook them um <laughs> but uh <laughs> so. I need to put but, my um, lips to work okay noted Thank you, for this, thank you for this piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it sounds like you do a good job. So, <laughs> I, but I don't know about hooking. I'm not very hooky. I think I'm just like Aww. I'm just like pokes because I'm like I'm here. But this is what you want, right? Like you, this is your happy place, right? Or do you want to hug? Well, I think the world is built for partnership, and I hear great things about it. And just like my own personal like attempts are not. Yeah, I mean, you know, the person that I'm closely attached to is a married man who's 25 years older than I am. So it's not, you know, he's a, we have a currently great relationship, but it's not a life building relationship. And I think during the pandemic, it's been like, oh, huh. I have that as part of my question for you. Okay. Okay. So what kind of strap on is she usually like, is it, is it a strap on? Is it a field? Like, what do you tell us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my wife has a field out, but what I was going to tell you about is the fact that, so like S and I have been talking, have talked about stuff that we like and things like that. And I told her about this. I also kind of wanted to feel her out. Cause like, I mean, I like, 
I want to, like, I love the idea of being on my knees for someone mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and like just the looking up at them and then yes. watching me do something. Cause I mean, going down on a woman, like, yes, like, but you don't see their mouth move either. And I like things in my mouth yeah. where like, you're using more tongue, which I love using tongue too, but yeah. I like the idea of like, I don't know, just something in my mouth is just something about it is just super arousing to me. Yeah. Like for me, what, like do you, it does something for me. What about like fingers in your, like do, do your partners ever like stick their fingers in your mouth while they're fucking? Cause that's something that I didn't experience until submission. And it like literally just like a, the, like, I don't know. Ugh. Them do it. Them point my to, mouth? to me. Yeah. Or just like shoving fingers or like even like holding my jaw like while fucking me. It's it's hot. Like because it's because it makes yeah. me feel like a little animal, like a sweet little pet, you know, like like almost like when a dog is like like a puppy is playing and you kind of like hold its muzzle. Yeah, it's, that's how I feel. <laughs> Anytime that I feel like they any, anyone that I'm with, it's like when they're appreciating like my mm, mouth, <laughs> I feel awesome. like or they like you can you can feel that they're like enjoying it and like you can just like see it or like just the sounds or like the head going back or you know any type yeah. of like heavy breathing or like when the when when you hear their breath catch and it's like oh that was effective so then it's like you know just listening and it's just uh, but okay blowjobs okay so I'm talking to S about blowjobs and she finds this device that's called a, a a BJ dildo I was like writing her fantasies and saying how I wish you could, when I do go down on your blow you, I hope that I wish that you could feel it or something like that. So she sends me a link to something. She's like, I saw this and thought of you. So the end of it is open and it's like suction in a way that like, when I'm like giving her a blow job, it will suction to her clit so that she can feel it. (gasps) But we haven't used it yet. So I will tell you how it goes. Oh my gosh. Cool. we're not to that partner relationship yet, yeah. but I already bought it. So I have it. Oh, so it's a goal. <laughs> and so when we cool. get there, you'll be the first to know. Ah! Besides, besides us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh but my I'm excited God. to play with it with her. But like, oh, and how well it works. Because I mean, how amazing. So strap-ons in general, like, I mean, besides friction, like the other woman can't feel it. Unless it's a field of penetration. Yeah. Where I, I like. I want to, I want to feel like I'm fucking you. Mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. it to feel like my clit is in you. Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel like that is the, so it's like, it just, that disconnect was always there. So I'm like, that's the only thing that you, yep. you want. I, I like, that's the first, I would, I would, I would have sex with that. I mean, it's like, as soon as I could totally. and just know what that feels like, you know? So this is the closest thing we can get. That's so and cool. I, yeah. so I will let you know how it goes, but I, I'm so excited to use it. And I, but it's like patience patience like it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and this build-up is so good because it's like low but it's like amazing and like so like the fact that the kiss felt so good oh the other subby thing that she did so we're kissing and oh and it was actually really cute because i was like hey do you want to like kiss and like because i'm awkward and like weird about stuff like once we're like in the zone of like doing sexy things i feel like i'm more in it yeah but like getting to there i'm like uh you want to kiss me now you know like i don't know how to like segue <laughs> yeah, into yeah. it I'm always like, do I have permission for these things? And then I'm like a robot. I'm like, can I just be a regular person and be like, okay. My go-to is to just like climb on top of someone. So like, they'll be like sitting there, we'll be drinking or whatever. And I just like climb on top of them and just like, I'm like, yeah. And then, so, because like my body is on you, it's like, you're already like prone to like sexual things in my mind. So I tend to, to laugh. Oh my gosh. And just like 
being, I don't know, just be, the power position of being on top of someone just feels so good. Mm. And just like, oh my gosh, and feeling hands on your back or on yes. like, like, oh my God, your love handles. Obsessed with hands, grabbing and squeezing and, like, and pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. So when we were kissing, oh, it was so cute because I asked her if we could kiss. And so then um, she was like, yeah, but she wears glasses. So I was like, well, can we like make out? And instead of answering me, she pulls her glasses off. And, I, and then we started kissing. And I was like, it was just, it was so cute, super but like cute. hot. And like, it was just all the mixture of all the things. So that, of course, made me like give me butterflies and stuff. So then we started kissing and it was really good kissing. I don't like a lot of tongue, which I don't think we used any because I really like lip movement. Mm. And like, just like if you're really fluid together and I feel like we've, we've done it enough times and I feel like our chemistry is like building. And, and when she's relaxed, um, it, a lot of stuff that you say has actually helped me understand her a little bit better too, mm. because if she's relaxed, if she's groomed, if she's all these things, yeah. she feels more comfortable to do. And if she got those things done in the morning, yes. she feels like she can give herself permission to do those things. So <sighs> I lost my train of thought. But so we're kissing, oh, kissing, we're kissing and we're kissing. It was so lovely. I keep picturing it over and over again, but, and just felt so nice. Her lips were so soft and like, she was like touching my hair, touching my neck. And I'm like, I found myself playing with her strings because I was just so content. I just didn't, and like, I was like, oh, I do want to touch her too. But I was just like, I was so into like the feeling of her lips and the way they're yeah. moving. And it was just so lovely. And I could just do that forever. And then, cause we had to go wherever we were going. So her sexy way of making it stop was to reach behind me and to grab my hair and pull it like a blunt grab where like you're yeah. grabbing the back of my yeah. head and pulling back, pulling my hair. Oh my God. And I felt that. And I felt that subby thing again, that subby like par- paralyzed. And it was like this, like, and I got like that, like primal, like oh. feeling like blood boil and everything. And I got so turned on and so like, that feeling of like, I, I, I don't want to move. I don't know what she's going to uh, do, but I love every second of it. Yeah. So it was just so intense. And just the face that she was giving me was just like, she likes to tease. So it was almost like one of those looks. And I just, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to like oh my God. have like, so you talk about long sessions. I want to have a long session with her. Like just, uh, Oh yeah. We're just kissing him in the car and just, it was just uh, the fact that it's like evoking so many like sexual, romantic, all of the things, you know, it was probably like a minute long, two minutes long. And it was just like, so amazing. Is this the slowest you've ever gone with someone? Yes. Yes. I I don't think I have been that patient and I'm, I'm hearing the hotness (laughs) in it. I'm considering it. Okay, maybe. Okay, I can take some inspiration. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor. And they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Fleur. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories, so they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, 
sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur App celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. You were about to tell a New Year's Eve story. Oh, okay. So, so Jay, um, I work with Jay and we have, we, we've had sex. We had it at a sex club. So I was pursuing her at one point and I was, we're like, we're like best friends now. But back then I was like, I want to fuck this girl, which is very, it seems very crude, but it was very like, she's hot and I want to do this. And she's fun, interesting, all those things where now it's like switched where she's like, we're really close. Mm -hmm. And if we end up like making out, it's fine. And like Mm -hmm. just our our relationship, instead of it being, it's a friendship that friends with them. So, but at this, at this point, we are like at this sex club, having this like experience of like sexual things around us, we end up in the community room. So like, there's a bunch of people having sex around us. This is where upstairs, before we went down to the community room, I of course climbed on her lap because why not? And started and and like asked if I could kiss her. So then we started making out and she's thicker than me. I love thick women, Mm. full figured woman. It just, there's nothing like it, but so, (laughs) so she's just, she's built very nice. I'm on top of her. And that's, so at the club, she put her hands on my back and it like on my ribs behind and she has big hands mm. and they're strong. And that's where it's like one of those, one of those things where I like see her carrying something across the shop. And I was like, I shouldn't be turned on by this, uh-huh. but I am, but we're close enough that I'm like, and she's like, you just watched me do that. Didn't you? I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. So it's like, it's, it's all good. You know, like we're on the same page. My wife doesn't care. You know, everybody yeah. knows Lindsay's a pervert. It's fine. Or totally. Whoever I am today. So we're at the club and we're making out and I like had, I pulled her tits out and I was like playing with her tits and she like we were making out in a way that like I was below her and she was kind of on top of me and she was wearing shorts so I remember that I started to touch between her legs and like we're in in a public space but it's also a sex club so I didn't know what she wanted me to do yeah. but I did like touch enough of her like that I could feel that she was wet mm. so I was like I don't know if you want me to do this here and she was like yeah let's go somewhere private so it was like a green light and I was like okay so we went we were like let's go find a room because we were introduced to all the rooms earlier yeah so we're like let's go find one and there was none open because it was so late in the night that it was like they uh, either already occupied or they weren't letting anyone in them so the community room was still open so feel free to go in there so we did so we're like on a bed next to another couple I don't even know what the other couple was doing I was just so into in the J um and J was so vocal like, so I'm not a vocal person. Oh, I, I can be, but I'm not like super loud. So I'm like, when I'm masturbating, I have to be quiet because mm-hmm. we have kids and things like that. Right. But I mean, I like, I like to make noise. I just don't have the opportunity to too much. Yeah. yeah. So when I do, it's a, it's a real treat. So we went into the room. We went like, I think we both had the same like mindset that we were like, we're just going to like, 
do this because like we already started so like i think we just both were like let's resume yeah and we knew that you know they're going to close the room soon and just like we wanted this experience i think we're both on the same page that we just wanted this experience so she and i we both like just like stripped down to like undergarments and then we got into the bed and she's laying on her back and so i think i took off my i know i I took off my undergarments i think i took off her yeah i took off her panties i slid off her panties because i just remember I love that. I love taking off women's clothes. <laughs> I just, awesome. There's just something about it. Just like, and it was like a lacy black song. And I was just like, she wanted to like yeah. have sex tonight. Like we, I think we both went there with the intention. Yeah. What well, we did. The hope. Yeah. I mean, like if it happens, it happens. But if it didn't, you know, I was like, we were prepared in case. Yeah. So yeah. it was, but it was like, it was still, uh, it, was, it was all wonderful. So we're kissing and I took off my, my clothes. And I remember being on top of her and she asked me, which I thought was interesting. She wanted me to rub my clit on her clit, which I don't, I, I haven't really done that because I, um, my wife doesn't like clit stimulation very oh, much okay. and she's not very sensitive. So I'm like, okay. So I try to like get myself positioned on top of her in a way that I can make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. How, but what is the position? I don't know if I've done this. It's been so long. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think there might be better ways, but I was like, <laughs> tell us <laughs> your way. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, you're with a, you're with a, um, and it was her first experience with a, with a woman. Oh, so I'm like, okay. I should be showing you the room and I don't know what I'm doing. And like, scissoring is <laughs> supposed to be a thing. And I'm like, I'm trying, but yeah, I, I basically was like sideways on her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically riding her sideways is yeah. how I did it. And her, and she was laying on her back and her knees were bent. So I was like between her legs, riding, riding her sideways, yeah. trying to like get the position right. And of course it's like all bodies and how you're formed and everything. Totally. So I don't feel like I was like making, and I don't know her body well enough to like get everything right. Looking forward to doing that with S because she, she talks about how like she just fantasizes about our juices, like rubbing together. And mm. like, so we're, we're yeah, we're going to be fluid bonded. And I'm excited Ooh. about it. Um, I guess we kind of already are because I did go down on her. So I okay. guess we technically are. Okay. So yeah. Oh, I'm with us. That's Aww. amazing. And on that note, can you tell us a little bit about what your experience with safer sex is? Oh, yeah. So my wife and I had an experience with, so I've only had like one one night stand ever. Okay. And by one night stand, I mean, we met online and we talked about it. She is in the military. She her and her husband kind of swing a fair amount kind of thing, mm-hmm. but she gets tested regularly. So we did talk about it with her, especially because mm-hmm. it was like, we didn't, we didn't know her from Adam kind of thing. Yeah. I did have unprotected sex with that one guy. So that was not a good thing, but it was like, I raped him. But most of the time I try to, you know what? I'm bad about it. Lesbians are bad about it, I think. Well, that was my question because, like, I've I've never... I've never... never, Yeah, I don't know anyone who has. I want to use one, but I also would feel like such a fucking nerd if I was, you know, but but it's like I fully... (laughs) Showing up with one, like, your pocket protector? Yeah. (laughs) And then I would feel like, oh, maybe I don't really... Like, would this give me away? Would this make it so people are like, you can't have sex with women? You know, but I I think, like, if I were to go to a party and stuff, like, I would probably want to use something, you know, like... I, I think because like like with us we've built up a relationship mm-hmm. so it yeah and she's she's married to a, a, a man and they're only sleeping with each other okay right now I think he he does have like a boyfriend okay but like they're they don't have any other partners so it's like limited partners so we've had the conversations I was gonna say it sounds like you're I, talking about it and it's I think yeah. I think there is a big difference between like 
talking about it and being aware of whatever risks may or may not exist. And then just like, you know, it'd be different if she had a husband who was like a, like a swiper, like a nonstop swiper, like a serial right. dater, or just, you know, like on Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Having unprotected sex with everybody. Yeah, exactly. no, it's, no, it's nothing like that at all. You have been mentioning your submissive side in these instances, but you also talk about some Dom energy now and then. Can you share with us a little bit of how she comes out? So when she surfaces, I think it's more so just like, I, I love to be held down, but I also like to be the one doing that. Or if you catch someone in a position where it's like, you can like push their arms above their heads that they are like, they're pinned and they can't do anything. Or I really like when you walk up behind someone and they're like doing something like in the fridge or like something and you just walk up behind them and you just start like, dry humping their ass and like grabbing on their hips and like oh, I did that to S in the closet I do it to my wife all the time like awesome. if if she would be pregnant so many times over if it was <laughs> if it were actually penetration but like it's just like the hips of a woman and just of of these women especially and just like just learning learning S's body and just like what she reacts to and like her she arches her back a lot mm. which I find really sexy so like like so she's so we were working on flooring in her house so this, we had a lot of like instances where we were using knee pads and oh my ground and like so I, I it was like one of those things like having fantasies about different things and I'm just like nope it's too early we can't share these things yet but when that primal energy comes over me and I'm, and she's just like on like kneeling on the ground on all fours and just like I would just know no one was coming so I would just like go up behind her and just like grab her hips or like just like feel on her back yeah. and just like uh, just and just knowing that knowing that that she can pick me up really just does it for me as soon as you said that I have never been picked up by a female person and I want that and I also want to pick one up and I like just to have the permission because I there's something super intimate about it and super like yeah like you said primal yeah. My wife will just pick me up and just carry, like, if I'm, like, not having a good day or whatever, she'll just pick me up and, like, carry me around. Like, I, like, like, I will have my arms over her shoulders and she'll just walk around just carrying me. Oh, like, my like, God. That's so fucking like cute. So, yeah, it's really sweet. That's so cute. So, she's just really strong. And there's been instances, too, where, like, she tucked me on her island. Like, uh, this was, like, when I was, I was working from home. And I was on a lunch break. And so she, I don't remember how it started, but basically she was fingering me and giving me head on the counter or on the island. And I'm on my back and the shape of my back suctioned to the island. Oh my God. (laughs) So that was pretty, uh, and so it's like, I have to consciously like arch my back, like while she's like, and I now, um, I don't, I don't think I like, I think it's, my wife says it's not new but i don't think that i was orgasming inside all the time before i think i was all clit mm, like i would just yeah. like i think i would get yeah. clit stimulation while she was like um if she was using the, the um strap on on me i think it was like rubbing on the outside i don't think it was inside because like i think I, that was like one of the first times i remember feeling that deep yes. orgasm yes so she, she was fingering me just right like her fingers where they were hitting it was it was obviously g-spot in the area that just yeah. felt so deep and it felt so good and like just seeing a woman's head between my legs yeah. is like the greatest and that turns just, me on so much. Oh, just the 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 warmth and like 
their hands on my thighs. Yeah. Um, my wife, she's really good at like doing all the things at one time. Like she will play with my nipples while she's giving me head. Oh my while God. She's, she's like, she's like an octopus, like a sexual <laughs> octopus. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Oh my gosh. But when we had the threesome with uh, the army chick. Yeah. Like that oh, wait, was, was a threesome. Phenomenal. Okay. It was oh, a threesome. I had one. I, well, I have, I've had two threesomes. Okay. The first one was with the army chick, which is a one night stand, but we had drinks. Uh, she got a hotel room and everything. It was, Ooh. it was really nice. I know. I initiated it because I was like, we only have this hotel room for the night. And like, it was one of those things. It was like all loose. Like we weren't going to do it, but of course I'm the initiator. So I'm like, I gotta make this happen. And my wife was very much like, I'm, I'm the more jealous one out of the two of us. So she's like, you do what you feel comfortable with. So I was the one that was like given the green light by my wife. Like, if you want to do something, go. Wait, was, okay. You're the more jealous out of the two of us. Yeah. I was. The one, so when we Got started it. exploring the poly life, like she had a dream one night that we had a, we had a shared girlfriend. And so she told me about it. And I was like, that sounds really nice. So then we started exploring and like, we needed to like basically build me up because yeah. like I was really, really jealous before. Mm. And then now, so this, this, this threesome was our experience to expose us to, oh, so it started out with like seeing her flirt with other people and, and feeling compersion with that and, and trying to develop me enjoying that for her, seeing that she's enjoying herself. She's happy in that way, instead of going like, why are you talking to my woman? Kind yeah, of, you know, yeah. like just switching, the, switching the talk in my head or mm-hmm. the perspective on it. It's like a whole paradigm so shift also. Like it it's, really, yeah. it went from me like wanting to take her and run out of the room with her to like, this is hot. Like she is hot. Like I'd want to fuck her if I saw her in a bar. Like I sh- I'm now appreciating that and understanding that. Like, mm. yeah, of course, of course people are hitting on you. You're gorgeous. I want to leave here with you. I will leave here with you. And then, then it started to turn to like, maybe we can like fuck other people together. Let's try that. So like, and that was also a good, good situation because we started making out with other girls and seeing how that felt. So then it went to like, let's go on okay Cupid and find like, a girlfriend for us yeah so we find this army chick so army chick is wearing a pretty dress and so she's sitting on the bed and like she's not being aggressive at all and i was playing with her hands i love hands i love hands like in a way like like matthew mcconaughey hands i like mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. knuckle mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so she had really good hands but so i i like it was one of those things we're having normal conversation so i'm just like i, I get my <laughs> okay so i feel like this is like my move so i like got on top of her <laughs> And like, after I'm already on top of her, I felt like I should then ask because I I felt like it was obvious my intentions. So she's like, yeah, of course. She was a wonderful kisser, a great kisser. Of course, that that spark wasn't there because we didn't know each other that well. But it was like, okay, we I'm a sexual person and so is my wife. So it's like we kissed and I felt like it was way more fluid than I expected it to be. Mm. Because I I didn't know if it was going to be weird. Someone's going to be sitting out. So and, and seeing them kiss was like beautiful. It was just like here we made it you know like and and like the fact that i was like she's touching her and i feel good about it like this is hot and then seeing her naked next to my wife was like i could get used to this this is this is beautiful like everything about this is wonderful she uh army tech had like moles on her back which i've never experienced like and it was just like just interesting all of it was interesting she had uh three kids she was talking about her breasts and i was like your breasts are beautiful Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're like really pretty like they're i mean obviously they're she's she's she was a little older than us and yeah. it was like but they're youthful breasts like it's like girl you're 
You're doing great. My, <laughs> you know, my, you're beautiful. my favorite science fiction author, my favorite author, Robert Heinlein, I love the way that he writes about women and people are like, oh, he's sexist. And like, there's certainly some things that are like, yeah, from the 60s and 70s. But the way that he writes about breasts and the way that he writes his characters loving think he just he's like used phrases like well-used breasts or breasts that you could tell fed a lot of babies like breasts that were like mother's breasts and the way that he writes about it is so appreciative and I just want more of that in our society so I'm just so glad that you said that I feel like I I really like so both both my wife and us have have very perky beautiful breasts Mm -hmm. so I'm spoiled in the breast department (laughs) (laughs) But like, I also appreciate because mine, mine are a little more, I like to call them womanly, like Mm -hmm. they have weight to them, Mm -hmm. but they're not super perky, but I feel like they're like formed in a manner that are still like, I I still find sexy Mm -hmm. and they both seem to like them very, very much. I call mine pendulous. Mine used to be like much perkier when I was like 20, 21, 22. Like I didn't have boobs. Then I got boobs at 20, like from 20 to 22, they were like big and perky. And then after that, they changed. And now they're just like a little bit wigglier. But that's, you know, but I love them. I've never had any complaints. All breasts are great. Yeah. <laughs> All, breasts are All great. boobs are wonderful. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So back to a hot naked lady threesome in this hotel room. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my wife is, is so good at playing with the nipples. So she is like up kissing, kissing me, making out with me. And she's playing with my, as she's like rubbing, rubbing my nipples. And she's very good. Okay. So. So your, if your nipples get chapped, like she'll like, my favorite thing is when we're like doing stuff and she's like between my legs or something. And she just puts her hands up and like, makes me like lick her fingers. Yes. The yes. first time that we ever did anything, the first time she fingered me, she put her fingers in my mouth and then fingered me with them. And it was the hottest. It was the first time anyone ever done it. It was That's the hottest. So thing. hot. Yeah. So just like saliva and fingers and everything is just so sexy. So either way. So she puts her fingers in my mouth a lot and will like rub my nipples with my saliva a lot. And it's just like the wetness and it makes it so that she can do it for longer because they're sensitive. Mm. They don't get too sensitive too fast. So it's our way of like lubricating and keeping it going longer, which is wonderful. But so while she's doing that, while she's playing with my breasts, which I love my nipples being played with while I'm getting head. And then army chick gets up and I'm like, I did have a shot before we were, before we started messing around. So I, the next thing I know, my hips are, I mean, I mean, I was totally lucid the whole time, but it was like, one of those that I was like a good like, freedom, Buzz, like I felt, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was lubricated. I totally. was, I was uh, yeah. So she had my hips up and she was like fingering me so good. And, and before this happened, I liked penetration, but this was the turning point for me that I like love it. So since that, it was like, I, I then wanted to like, penetration was just like I was like okay let's go home let's use the fieldo let's like yeah. get it you know like I was just like because like the fieldo was just like a bit much for me because uh-huh. it's very it's very rigid so it was like I just wasn't ready and I just did you know it was like we were gonna work up to it and okay. like and we would use it here and there but I, it, I felt like I was like doing it more for my wife than mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. at well, one point and then are you usually the base or the receiver on the fieldo because the there's base or the do you know what I'm talking about? Because like the field yeah, has like the... I'm the receiver. Okay, okay, okay. And and for for that, yeah, okay. she yeah she usually likes to do it to me, and she has the kegel muscles to hold the field. I was gonna in. say, how she's, the fuck does she steer it? That's the hardest part. She's right? a sexual octopus. The sexual <laughs> octopus. She's got a tentacle inside her vagina to hold it in yes. real strong. Got it. She does. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. But the army chick is fingering me while my wife is on my tits. 
And I was just like, it was the moment and my head is just hanging off the bed and I am just in bliss. And I'm just like, I have all the hands on me. And like, I think that is something that I want. I would want like all these women just like touching me oh all at once. Literally one of my biggest fantasies. Doing all, doing all the things and just hands, women's hands are so soft yes. and just like, uh, and she was just like, she was wiggling her fingers the right way. Like she was hitting the G spot. She, like, okay. So I like rotation between like being like fingered, like thrusting motion uh-huh, uh-huh. and the come hither motion, uh-huh. like the G spot, like combination of both pick up the pace when, when I need it, but slow it down to keep it, you know, like, do you tell the partners or do you just like tell with your body? Oh my like, God. like, how so, do you talk about it? Oh my gosh. I actually fantasize a lot when I'm masturbating right now because I'm like really fantasizing about S a lot mm-hmm. because I just really, mm-hmm. I really want it. Yeah. <laughs> bad, really bad. And I just, I feel like it's going to be so good. And every little step we're taking is just like amazing. So I feel like lately when I'm masturbating, cause I gave myself permission to like, well, I asked her if she minded me using her as material because I feel like if she gives yeah. me consent, it feels better. Yeah, totally. And same way, same way. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I let myself now. And so I'm very much like a, uh, my wife doesn't like talking as much as, as I do. We actually talked about that recently. Okay. But so, but when I'm masturbating, I'm thinking of S like, like fucking me because of when the steering wheel yeah. scenario and yeah. humping me and just, I really want her to strap up on me really bad with the bj dildo because you can do yes. that with that oh cool be like she's fucking me so that <gasps> would be amazing i know and i want to fuck her with it oh my gosh she she said i can take her what'd you say her lady her lady strap on virginity oh, so that's a thing that's too. so exciting i don't I, I don't i don't know that i like and i think you said this to the language of taking something or it's like i like to say sexual debut somebody yeah. I, I heard that on Sex, something yeah. yeah that sounds so much nicer than like i don't want to i don't want to take it i just want to give her all yeah <laughs> like um i just want to give her experiences yeah give the new um, experience yeah <laughs> fuck yeah so th- i think there's also think because she's been with like her husband so i kind of like i think i wonder like how she's going to compare us or if there's a comparison i don't know that's a whole other hmm. process. i will just say it, as a person who receives live cocks oh, and yeah. toys a lot i like both and I mean, when I've been fucked by strap-ons, it really, for me, always just feels like an extension of the person, you know? And so it is okay. about that, that connection. And I haven't had, I haven't had, I've only had one deep love connection with a female-bodied person and we didn't use a strap-on. So I imagine though that like, Ugh. I imagine it's, it's going to just amazing. be an extension. Yeah, I think it's going to be hot as fuck. Oh, it's going to be so hot. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking wait. Okay. Um, okay, but when I'm, so when I'm, masturbating and i'm thinking about so you, you asked what i say to my partner to tell them to yeah. keep going with something so i just know that lately when i've been masturbating i've been thinking about s and i've been like don't stop don't stop don't mm. stop so it's very much like a you know mm-hmm. it's like that's great stop doing that. and i like and i find myself like repeating it repeating it and it's like as i'm like about to go or orgasm yeah. it's like that whole like encouraging them to keep going and it's just like just imagining like, and I just, I love it when, when the person, like when you need it and you're like asking them, like, you're just don't stop, don't stop. And yeah. you feel them like getting more energy, yes. energized, yeah. um, you needing it. And them just like that passion and the sweating and the, that just seeing them putting in the work and just like, <sighs> so I was holding my phone this one time when my wife was like sucking me from behind and she has like a beautiful, beautiful body, great breasts and like 
her shoulders are phenomenal and like just like but not so I like women that are muscular but they don't like look bulky Mm. so she's like that perfect mix Mm. and so just like seeing her her like hips move and like so I'm holding up my phone watching her behind me fucking me oh my god that's so hot fucking thing and just like and feeling it and seeing it and I'm just like just oh my gosh and the feeling of like the feel though or any type of dildo the warmth of like when it leaves your body and then re-enters your body Mm -hmm. I love warmth we talk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh my god warmth (sighs) have you been fisted Uh, do you can you get fisted if you like hands is that no oh I do love hands I don't think I don't think she's big enough to allow that yeah I wouldn't be opposed to it but I don't know that I don't know that she would let it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that my, my yeah. opening would allow like that amount. Cause I'm, I like right now, any of, any of the things that we have are like not huge. Yeah. 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 Diameter wise. Yeah. So I just don't think that I can accept very large things. That makes sense. I don't know. I just, I also worry that, which I, I don't know if this is a realistic worry or not, but if things get too stretched out, do they go back? I have that worry and too, but. I'm doing some research because I got fisted by my master for the first time. Like it was like oh. one finger, two oh. fingers, three fingers, four finger, you know, and then he was like, do you want more? Yeah. And I was like so blissed out and I was having such a good time. And I had I had an anal hook in at the same time. It was like my first oh, anal wow. hook experience. So I was like on a sensation plane of heights and. And I was like, try, uh, you know, and then he, at one point he was just like, all my knuckles are in, you know, cause it, cause your hand can get kind of a small, but yeah. he has a big man hand that I love. Like, like you said, like I love getting grabbed with. And I was so sh- shocked and surprised, but it was like, I was so wet and we'd been, you know, working up to it. And I don't know, I don't feel looser, but we'll see. <laughs> so I, I think I just don't want to lose like the feeling of the way that something feels like when it goes, when, when whether it's a dildo, whether it's a yeah. whatever it is, I just don't want to lose that the the girth feeling. That yeah. I think that's what it is. Like, I I think I our bodies even, are very. Resi- I think you would have to get like stretched I, I so constantly every yeah. day for a lot for it to get really properly stretched out. I don't know. Yeah, but, but the whole so so girth isn't as much to me as like G spot and just like feeling the friction of going mm, in and out. Like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't need to feel full width wise if yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense i don't yeah. need to feel like around the opening just has to be the like right spot pressure i i like the the in and out of it mm, versus the feeling it. of the girth yeah is yeah. that if that makes sense yeah. yeah like i don't need i don't need you to like fill the hole as much as i need you to like be able to like glide in and That's out awesome. and hit the g-spot and do and i just like my partner working and watching them work and i just watching women work out watching women move mm-hmm. in the female form is just so beautiful something about someone doing something specifically for you yeah. or or you doing something specifically for them like i love doing anything i love i love touching i love grabbing everywhere i love touching everywhere on my partners and just <sighs> and asses and it's just like, I'm just thinking of all the parts of women that I love. And just like, I love touching hands. Like my, my wife and I, we first started, like it all started, like it was very small flirtations. And I was, of course, I'm, 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 a, I'm a chronic cheater. Or I was, I'm not anymore. Obviously I'm not, because I'm poly now. Poly so, we talked yeah. about it. so it worked out. It all worked out. Which if everyone's just more open about everything and like yeah. honest about it, it's like yes. everyone would have more fun. We would have, 
don't know, we would all have more fun. It's just to be normalized. But I was with my ex and like I would leave and I would just touch her hands. And it was the most sensual thing. Mm. And it was just like we would just play with each other's hands. And like we did this for like weeks of just like hand touching before I left for work and like just weird little things like that, just glances yeah. and how much build up and but it was like it was all taboo because I was with someone else and then we broke up and then we got yeah. And then now we're married. So wow. I don't know where we are now. Wow. I know I'm in like a trance. I'm thinking about women bodies. Now. I know it's it's very cute because I'm like watching you flush as you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Oh, and shoulders. I love giving back rubs. I love just like touching everywhere. Oh. And Have you always been like that sensual in your body? Yeah. I just I love to be touched and I love to touch. I love yeah. to snuggle. I love all of the feelings. I love being being compressed or like yeah. squeezed. Like held yeah. held really tightly. Oh my gosh. So I was masturbating for S in the car at the one time. Yeah. And so I, it was like this instance where like, I, I wanted to get off because I was really, really horny and she had just ridden me and like, and gotten off and I wanted to too, but I felt she was already so tired. It was so late. And I was just like, can I like masturbate for you? And she was like, yeah. So I did. And I'm in boxers and I, and I don't remember if I had a shirt on or not. Mm. But it was so new and I was like masturbating for her and she was just like feeling my legs mm. while I was like rubbing myself. And I, and then, like, so I was like rubbing. So how I was talking about before how I rub my hood, mm-hmm. I do it so fast. And like, it's so, I feel like you're just like, I don't know, like just a lot of like quick friction. Yeah. Is it like flat hand? Is it like this? So trying to think of like, so like, like sideways? DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. So I, I use two or three fingers and like basically stroke up and down. Oh, so your clit is basically mm-hmm. like how it, ha- how it like extends all the way mm-hmm. in. So not just the tip, but like so basically our shaft. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically am rubbing along the shaft. Cool. So I'm using my hood and rubbing along, yeah. along the shaft and, and hitting the clit all in one stroke. Cool. If that makes sense. Yeah. So so I'm doing that and she is like on top of me, but, but like below me. So like my legs are up and she's kind of between my legs, rubbing my thighs, which is already getting me more turned on oh while God. I'm like doing, I know, it's so nice. but it, it just like occurred to me because like the way that she like, she was almost like hugging my hips in a way mm. and like while she was like rubbing me and which I I really, I really like that. But I was like, because of the position she was in, it occurred to me to go, can you just like grab my hips really tight? Yeah. So while I was doing it, so she didn't ask any questions. She just did it and just like squeezed my hips really tight, which made me feel how strong she is. So just feeling how strong a woman is like, I, I can go just like, I can orgasm just thinking about how like strong a woman is. So she squeezes my hips and then I, then that made me come. And it was just like, so this makes me think about, so I want to start like doing self shibari. I'm saying that right. Yeah. So I'm thinking about like my legs because I realize that I really like it when my knees are together. Like, if I, so I've been masturbating the tub a lot mm-hmm. and with running water, not full tub, like a little bit of water, like as it's filling and okay. like letting the shower hit on me. Um, so as I'm masturbating, I, I've noticed that I like to put my knees together while I'm masturbating. It's also helpful to hold the pulse bar on top of me if I'm trying to do all the things at once. Yeah. So I tend to like put my legs together to hold hold things in place. But I also just think I like the pressure of everything yes. being like tight. And I think it's also like 
it's probably a mix of all the feelings of wanting to be held and like feel. So I want to, I think I want to tie my legs together in a way. And so I have the G-spot, the Lush 2 that I've been playing with and I have worn it around the house and it's awesome and it simulates your G-spot. And so I want to wear that before or put it in before I tie myself up. <gasps> so that it's already in me yeah this is an idea this is an idea that i want to explore and so i am more confined while playing with it so i wonder what that will do or oh how my that gosh will feel. and i and if i can't move if that's a good feeling or a bad feeling but it's like self-inflicted so it's like i gotta figure it out so and i want that experience of being confined throughout and see how that feels <sighs> yeah. that's amazing what else do you want to try I want to try the BJ dildo. I want to strap up with it. I want to be the giver and receiver end of it. I do want to see if S will give me a blowjob while I'm wearing it. I think that would be wonderful. Yes. So it's a lot of it's revolving around that toy because it's a new toy. So yeah. that's exciting. I do want to give the controls of the the Lush 2 to S for her to control it. Yes. From the other state that she lives in because awesome. that would be amazing and i feel like it would make us feel closer and i think that, that would be really cool um so i want to play with that i really want so you talk about these like long sessions all the time and i want and i, I think when you talk about it i i just i like it's something that i i really just crave now because i feel like it just sounds so nice to go through all of the things and just spending a short amount of time with S and just like enjoying each other one-on-one the whole quality time and just the kissing and the, yeah. I feel like I could do it with her and it'd be a long drawn out instead of it being goal-oriented and I feel like she'd be a fun person to do it with because she likes to tease and she mm-hmm. likes to like the other day we were on um I have a foldable kayak so we took it out for the first time and yeah That's awesome. so so it was awesome and so we're on the boat and she, and she just like surprises me all the time. And we rode in it together. I'm in front of her. So she reaches under my shirt and starts like playing with my nipples while I'm, <gasps> while I'm like paddling. I know, I know. So while I'm paddling, she's playing with my nipples and I go to stop paddling. And because I'm just like sensory overload and I just want to like feel it all. Yeah. As soon as I stop, she goes, you better keep paddling. So I, I have to keep paddling to that's keep her touching me. So hot. I know. Like that's such yeah. a sexy mind. Everything like just ugh. Feels I feel spoiled. What about sexting and nudes? So oh yeah. So she okay, so when this was like before we had even kissed that we were we started talking about our 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 respective partners. I was talking about my wife and like you know, because before we have sexual interactions, we were talking about our spouses. And so I had said something about my wife to her. And then she said something about her husband and her wrist was hurting. So I was like, I'm going to send you something. And I, I sent her a pulser to like, because she couldn't, she couldn't masturbate properly because right. her wrist was hurting. Yeah. Which I mean, logical conclusion. I'll send you, you a sex toy. You have to send a sex toy. <laughs> yeah, that's the etiquette. <laughs> of course, it's part of courting now. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't remember how it got to the point, but she was going to go grab shower. And, but we like started talking a little bit sexual. I don't remember like exactly the banter, but it was like sexual, enough sexual attention that she was like, I have an idea. Like she messaged me. She's like, I have an idea. Like 
give me a few minutes to set up and then we'll video chat. And I'm like, okay. Like she said, she was going to shower. So what does this mean? So she had set up her camera so that way, or her phone, so that way I could watch her shower through a shower door. Amazing. And it, it was translucent enough that I could see shadows and it was just like, I could see how beautiful her body was. Like, which I thought that she was like, had like, like she's thin. Like I thought that she would have more of a, more of a, a skinny girl body mm-hmm. where she has like this, like she has a beautiful ass, big, bigger Ooh. ass than I thought. I didn't realize she, I didn't know she had an ass like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like when she like bent over and she had bent over and I could see that her like breasts hang. And I was like, oh, she has bigger tits than I thought too. I'm like, I'm just like, yeah. just checking all the boxes, you know? Oh. And just like how like her, she was just like, beautiful mm-hmm. and then she leans against the so she's she's like washing and i'm just like and i'm like my whole body is on fire mm-hmm. like i don't even know what to do i'm so surprised mm-hmm. and like this is what constantly happens is like every once in a while she'll just like pull something out that i'm just like and it's not even every once in a while it's, it's all the time it's amazing and she goes in the corner and i can see her touching herself like you can just see enough to know that yeah. that, that her one hand is trying like oh she was like gosh. rubbing herself and trying to get herself off and it was so hot. I see her like switch hands. I see her wash herself and like just the soap running down and just the whole, and I was, and I was supposed to pay attention to like a timer or something. <laughs> Timers and, and oh, I really like asking permission to come. I yeah. really oh my like God. being yes. given. Yes. Cause it's, you can't, I just, just something about like waiting for, and, and she will like, not grant immediate permission or she'll tell me a time or you you need to wait and you know it's just very like I like I like following directions or having directions to follow and just being like tested so edging might be something I want to try too a little oh bit my more God, of yes. just the build the fact that the build has been so good in this it's like I can make it wait I can wait a little bit you know and then like yeah. pushing myself more it's just gonna make it better and better every time it's just like oh have you ever been on the brink of orgasm and had someone tell you not to come? I, but I, but it feels like, it feels like torture. It's, and I think that I was so goal oriented at the time yeah, that it yeah. just feels like, no, 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 no. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Mm. Blue balls, blue balls, blue balls. But like, if you know, it's still going to come eventually, I feel like yeah. that would feel different for me. Like it yeah. would feel more sexual and intentional and like nice. Yeah. Like. But my, my wife, a lot of times she, she'll be doing something and she'll be like, not yet, not yet, not yet. But like, so I guess it's kind of, I guess it is edging, isn't it? That is pretty yeah. edgy sounding. Yeah. It just, it just <laughs> might not be that your submissive so brain. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like a different mind space, I think. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if, if you don't, I don't know, it's, it's, there's, there's something about the mind space for me because I saw my master this week and he edged me like crazy and I have much more intense orgasms if someone takes the time to edge me and he's the only person that's ever done it and he had me like he was like getting me so so close and I actually had to call for mercy a couple times because I like wasn't going to be able to not come but there was one time where I was like mercy I'm so close and he was like hold it don't come don't come but he was like pounding me and so it's the first time that I experienced this like mental flip where I I was like about to come. I honestly don't know how I didn't, but I like held it. It's almost like I skipped 
over it, but I like stayed on the same plane of pleasure. And it wow. was like some crazy like mental body thing. And I've been noticing like new ways that I relax for different types of orgasms. Like lately I've been, you know, because my brain is like now paying attention to so many details. I've been yeah. noticing the different textures of different orgasms and like the way that I release differently yeah. or clench differently. And I'm trying to figure out if it's like, is that. Or it feels like you're pushing it instead yes, of it being yes, like. Just allowing wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would just be so curious to hear more about your explorations because it sounds like all of yeah. that could unfold for you. I don't know. Oh, man. <sighs> just somebody somebody showering for you is just crazy. Knowing that someone is doing that purely for, for you, you. That's yeah. next level. Like, I mean, like for you to watch and for you to yeah. enjoy and just like, because uh, she, she showered for me twice now. And the second time she was like, and, in the, and she like, she's just, so good at like just teasing and doing the right amount of everything that's so amazing and so she was just like and she like played with her nipples through her shirt and like in the mirror like she did give me different focal points you would appreciate you would appreciate oh. her like cre- creativity she like puts her phone in different parts of the bathroom for me to be able to like watch her and watch and and literally this is part of her nightly routine so she just like brought me in for me to like participate and like observe her like then water on w- women going down their breasts is so, so beautiful and she will like look look and she'll have it so that she can see me while she's doing it so i'll see her like smirking at me and like at my reaction to like things that she's doing so it's just very like yeah, so it's it's definitely like in the moment because she can see the way that I'm reacting. That's, or and at the time, I, I ended up masturbating afterwards because I didn't know all that was going to happen. And I was just like, but I could have like during, and I just was so into it that I was just like, I want to remember this. I want to want to watch everything. And I didn't want to like miss anything. She just did so many things. She's a real delight. <laughs> <gasps> what are your sexual hopes for yourself going forward? To be so content with my partners to explore all the things so as is mentioned my wife when we first got together she like licked my butthole and done some things to my butthole but I think that there's more to thanks to your podcast I'm aware that there are things that can happen in that region that I otherwise would have been like no Mm -hmm. so maybe exploring some of that for me and I think for most people, it's just like you hear everyone say it's an exit only or whatever, mm. but it's like, but it's still something that can cause pleasure. So oh, it's yeah. like, and having conversations with us, us is like, right. But I think there are things that I like that I think you would like too. So I'm kind of like extra interested because oh. I'm like, okay. So That's... she, and she's with a bisexual man. So she knows more of that. Kind of, so I'm like, there's just automatic trust there and the knowledge is power and like you can use that power on me (laughs) I think that's um, the hottest way to learn stuff is to have someone who really loves something introduce you to it and want you to have that pleasure Mm -hmm. I I think that I think she's like so deep in my brain at this point that every little step it's like a a long edge game in itself and that's amazing I know (laughs) Is there anything else about your sex life that we haven't covered that needs to be said? Oh, yeah. So when my wife and I were exploring getting a mutual girlfriend, we met with this one girl. It ended up not working out. But during the interaction, we were so turned on. We were both turned on. But of course, I was like super horny. I say it to her while my wife's driving. She drives a Mustang. So I'm in the passenger seat. And I'm just like, I'm so turned on right now. And 
So I'm not sure if it was her or me that had the had the idea, but basically like some touching needed to happen. She was she was still driving. It's not necessarily the safest thing to have done, but so I was laying upside down where my hips were on the console or close to the console where like where like the shifter knob will be where mm-hmm. her hand is that's where my um i placed my hips so that way she could finger me while she was driving so i'm upside down and my head is near her glove i just like to be upside down in cars i guess <laughs> i just like to be forcefully fucked in vehicles whether they're moving or not is optional but <laughs> i think that i just I love having to hold myself while yes. I'm being fucked, like hold myself against something and having to pin myself. Yeah. So she's like fingering me like hard, like while like, and you know, when you just like need it, mm-hmm. it was one of those moments where I just like needed it. And I just like took my pants off and like my wife's down for whatever. And so she was, was just like fingering me. And it was like the right amount of like pressure and friction and the in and out was like perfect. And it was just, it was so hot, so hot. I just like even thinking back on it, I'm like just turned on, just like thinking about it. And we've also done like Roadhead, which is also like hard with two women. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I need to give S Roadhead. Yeah. With the field, with, <gasps> with the with the DJ Dildo. Oh yeah. Oh, wow, that's gonna be way easier than trying to like because it's hard to get a, get a girl get get your head between a girl's legs while they're driving. Yeah, it's just difficult. I've never done so, it. Yeah. How do you? You I, just have to I, squish in. My or, wife like, and I. How do you do it? <laughs> Like you just like way to way to make it sexy, like just squish in there. All these the the language. So I I really like my wife doesn't like getting oral as much as I do. So it's typically when I'm driving, but like after okay, so she will like she doesn't really touch with her hands. I think she knows that I like mouths Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. So she will position herself in a way that like I you know I'm driving and I my left hand will be above the wheel. And she will like position herself, her head's between my legs, but, but so I can still see yeah. while I'm driving. And so her head's down there. And she, so her shoulder's like here and she's just sexual octopus. <sighs> and it's just like, so, but, but like, I'll get to a point where I'm just like, I, 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 I need to pull over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't do all the things like S can orgasm while she's driving. How? I've How? only I've done it twice masturbating like maybe three what? times. Yeah. I can't because like it takes over and I just I can't see when I'm orgasming. I can't like oh, really I see colors and I just like I go blind. I can't it's like everything flashes in front of my eyes and I feel all throughout my body. Well and it's like a full body experience and pulsing and ugh. it sounds like you're doing the right thing by pulling over. <laughs> mine mine have both involved cruise control and (laughs) 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 and freeway like long freeways you know so I'm not doing it on a side street I'm doing it like oh can this trucker see me and like the first time I ever did it I was on a 10-hour road trip up up to Mount Shasta where I was filming a movie and so I had you know and I was like three or four hours in and I had been so I was on this long road trip and I had just started seeing someone new. So I had that kind of like yeah. hot, sexy energy and I was like fantasizing and it just, it ended up being an orgasm. And then later, more recently, like now I have one of those uh, vibrator necklaces, like the, what is it called? A Vesper. 
And so that's really easy to just, oh, what? that's great. You sh- it's, they're so nice. They're very oh, powerful for how, it's just like a pendant necklace. Like it's a long, skinny, you know. Whoa. And so that I had, I was wearing and I was coming home from a retreat, I think, right when the pandemic started. And I think there was just like something about the like fear and doom, but I got really horny. And I just remember like, <laughs> like in this like two hour dark, car trip, I knew yeah. it was really dark. And so like, it's um, interesting but, to where it comes from though. Yeah. Like, and just, and just, wow. there was like a need for relief. Yeah. And so I remember like right before getting to the big freeway, I was like, do I have time to come before I get to this on-ramp? And sure enough, I did just like in the nick of time. Oh, <gasps> So. I love that when you're like, when you like try to set a pace for, for yourself, yeah. you're like, I only yeah. have another three minutes. Got to do it. Yeah. And <laughs> and for me, because my masturbation origin was very like quiet because I didn't want to get caught. Like I can like be very focused and like with partners now I can go yeah. crazy and be more wild and loose and like let whatever happens happen. But like for that reason, I can be like really calm and like use my focus vision on the road so I still feel safe and that's part of the hotness for me kind of like keep paddling while I touch your nipples like it's like ooh, I'm forcing myself (laughs) you know like it's like I like sneaky dom myself in all of these ways because I'm just like needs energy when I don't when I can't get it from someone else so yeah I work in those reward systems (laughs) yeah totally I totally get that that's that's how people are like oh how do you do so many things I'm like I reward myself with orgasms when I finish tasks. Like, that's like how I function. Well, I mean, what else, what does everyone else do? Yeah, what does everyone else do? <laughs> what is everyone's motivation? That's not sexually thing. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. If you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sex advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? To know, to know my self-worth and to not settle for partners to have sex intentionally allow myself to feel all the feelings without any boundaries just to experience things fully and to be completely present mm-hmm. It took me a long time to to be present and to not let it be for the other person or thinking about all the other things. Am I doing it right? Am I moving right? Am I being sexy enough? Am I? And it turns out that I was sexier when I was just being myself and like enjoying the person for the person and letting them enjoy me for me. And I didn't I didn't get that. And I just it doesn't have to be a show. But it, you, it can be pure and beautiful. I would just let myself love and be loved and present. Fuck yeah. I feel like that's something I'm still always having to practice with new people. I mean, or or people that I feel, I guess, insecure with. But I don't really fuck those people anymore. But, you know, like that's, that's, yeah. Do you have a sex question for me? Yes. I do. So <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So you had mentioned in one of the live streams that you talk a lot about like being intimidated by women or about, and I guess I, I'm curious, I wanted to hear more about that, but a lot of times you talk about unpacking it and things like that. So I, I, I don't know how much, but I didn't know if you had been domed by a woman, if you wanted oh, to be. I want to be you... so bad. No, I have not been. <laughs> I dream of, of, oh no, that's a lie. I, 
I've, I kind of have been actually. It was in a threesome with my master and he, and it, so she was like the middle switch. So she was doming me. He was doming both of us. Um, okay. But like he wasn't really doming her that much. And it was like a very, I would say it was a relatively messy threesome. Like I had a nice time, but the kind of after part of it, I didn't feel as taken care of. So I actually experienced sub drop afterwards. So like looking back on it, it doesn't feel good because he ended up driving her home. And I just, and that was like a miscommunication. It was just a thing we should have set up ahead of time and didn't. And, but like the actual experience of it, she was so hot and she was a former lover of his. And so we had met and we got along and like wanted to play together. Uh, And, um, and that was the first time that I also got to watch two sexy people have sex while I was in a cage and like ordered to touch myself and not come. So basically because I didn't start playing with women until I was 24, I always feel like a poser because I haven't had a, what I think of as a real girlfriend. And because the the one big love experience I've had with a female bodied person, they don't identify like at the time they were using the pronouns she, her, they no longer do. And so I'm also like, oh, that didn't even count. So maybe I'm maybe I'm a liar. Like I have all of this. And it's it's my rational brain is like, okay, nonsense. But the effect that it has on me is. The effect that it has on me is insecurity. And I am relationally very insecure when it comes to meeting new people because I experience so many random strong negative reactions when I'm trying very hard to be helpful and what I'm realizing lately like these are just like as of this week I'm just like oh these stories you're telling yourself about how that's a big bad deal and it hurts hurts your feelings and all this stuff like I can actually let go of that and it's funny because even just this week I was talking to a good friend who heard me say something about myself on the podcast and had sort of like said a version of it back to me and it had to do with like my anxiety levels and I heard that story and I recognized it as a story I've been telling about myself and I'm like oh that doesn't have to be true it's just that I get so anxious in these certain ways that then I let that anxiety story dominate and when I can when I can drop back into myself I'm actually great at connecting with people one-on-one. I mean, like everyone has awkward bumps, probably. I mean, maybe there are some people right. that feel perfect all the time and just are not aware of other people. But but sometimes I can be so hyper aware of everything that I actually let that get in the way of a connection. I think part of what it is woman-wise is I've experienced so little success online dating in general, but I've also just gotten hardly any responses from ladies online. And there's a part of me that feels like a poser. There's a part of me that has a story that I'm telling myself that like, oh, if I met someone and she was a real lesbian, she wouldn't like me because because it's a story I made up in my head, (laughs) you know, to cut myself Uh, off from opportunity. There there is a lot of bisexual shaming. There's so much like bisexual shaming. But I haven't haven't actually received any of it directly. No one has ever actually... Actually, nobody really shames me sexually sometimes or or if they do, it like has washed off of me. But like I don't, you know, because it's like I'll get random weird. I get a lot of weird YouTube comments from this podcast channel. (laughs) But like, but like, but like in general, in my actual life, I I have no like my fear is greater than my experience of shame, if that makes sense. Yeah. And 
So I think what it really comes down to is it's just been so long since I've gone down on a woman that I'm afraid that I wouldn't be very skilled. And that's also why I especially dream of being dominated because I think that because I know that from being dominated by my master, I have gained so much confidence sexually that now, whether I'm vanilla, even if I was, I mean, if I met a partner who wanted to be dominated, I think that I probably have a very caretakey dom, like a mommy type of something. I mean, I don't, yeah. don't want to be called mommy, but like, I think there is a version <laughs> of me that that could be some sort of service top and nurture because I have a huge nurturing streak. And so I think it's really just fear of the unfamiliar. And it's a, yeah. it's a familiar feeling. I get this a lot when I'm traveling. Like I spent five months wandering around South America by myself. And every time I would go to a bus station or a train station, I'd be like, oh, there's that fear of the unknown. It's okay. You know how to read signs. Also, you know how to get hotels in places if you don't get to where you're going. Like I have to. And so I just have to actually like say yeah. that stuff out loud. So it's as simple as that. It's fear of disconnection or feeling disconnected. And I think it also has to do with the fact that my biggest love pain comes from the female bodied person where things didn't work out very well. And so I think I actually have a little bit of just like the story that I tell myself is that if I fall for a woman, it's going to be a much stronger connection. I don't know if that's true, and but that's, that's the scary. story. And that's so scary to me because as much yeah. as I do want, I do want a deep partnered connection that is open and flexible and, you know, with someone that doesn't lie to me. I love, you know, I know in general women tend to be more emotionally intelligent and I love touching boobies. Like I just love the softness. I yeah. love kissing women. Like, I, you know, I love the cheeks and the earlobes, like the soft, soft hairs <laughs> on a woman's yeah. earlobe. But I just have a lot of fear. Or it would also work if I had a dom. This is a fantasy that my master uses with me a lot. If I had a dom ordering me to fuck another woman, ordering me to pleasure another woman, the threesome that I had with the kinky couple, the daddy would just like order me to do things with or to the baby girl. And that was so fun. Also, because he wouldn't let us he wouldn't let us kiss for a long time. And so then I just like wanted to. Oh. So And so it was so hot and so good once I was it's allowed forbidden. to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it completely removes the fear. And it was the same thing the first time that I gave a rim job. It was under orders. And so, again, I have my safe word. Like, I'm safe. I can say no. But it but it completely removes the fear piece for me because I, because I have a framework That's for feeling permission. Yeah. Oh, also because with women, I'm usually in charge for some reason in friendships, in my relationships. Oh. Like, I, out in the world, people who aren't as familiar with a lot of the tropes of BDSM assume that I'm dominant because my energy out in the world is I'm holding everything together. I'm the caretaker usually. And so, you know, so that's why I love being a submissive because I can set everything down and just completely relax. Yeah. But I, maybe it's an older sister thing. Maybe not. Who knows? But like, I know those, those roles can make a difference. So yeah. Hearing the way you talk about penises versus the way you talk about like women parts, just some, just something that you had said, like you, you just talk about penises like they're like a trophy and they're very coveted and, and things like that. And then, and then it's just like when when you talk about like female body parts, it's like it's just not the same love. Mm. But then you said you had a big. So I guess the the reason that I was wondering is because of the whole like you you said you had had a, such a strong connection with the female body person. So it's like it's almost like if those things married what yes. that would look like for you and how well, 
cool yeah. that could be for you. you know? I mean, like, I, I, that I want that. And... I, I want that so bad. And, and that's oh. the other thing is I just have had less experience with women overall. And I've had a lot of insecurity around it. Like, yeah. you know, the, the person that I had big, huge love feelings for was married to a man at the time. And it was very much a, and I was cheating on a boyfriend at the time. And so it was very much a like, is this okay? Not really situation, you know? And, and ultimately the husband was not down with it. Like he made a move on me because he was afraid of losing his wife, you know? And in my first threesome where I was with friends, like who I trusted very much, I was just so uncertain about everything I was doing that like excitement was the overwhelming feeling. Yeah. And so I just haven't had an extended experience. I've, I've only been, I'm trying to think, I've only been with two or three women since my own sexual awakening. And I would say that I just haven't had the chance to be with a female bodied person for a long session where I could foster the appreciation and where I feel permission to worship her. And yeah. I, I want that. And I'm also just having a really hard time meeting people right now. It's just a lot of fear and a lack of experience, I think. I like wants it for you. I want it so <laughs> want bad. It. <laughs> Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at Wildly, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. Yole.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection. 